Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Truth Seekers Podcast. A truth seeker is someone who wants to know the truth. They search for what's true and they won't rest until they find it. I am a truth seeker, and if you are too, then you've come to the right place where we will search for truth each week in the stories of the Bible. Welcome back, friends. If you've been following along, then you know we've been following the story of Daniel and his three friends, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah. You might also remember that Daniel and his friends were given new names after they were brought to Babylon. Do you remember the Babylonian names given to Daniel's three friends? If you said Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, then you are correct. In today's story, we are going to focus on these three young men. They did something brave, so brave. But before we begin, let me ask you a question. Have you ever found yourself in a situation where it felt like you were the only one taking a stand for what was right? Have you felt like sometimes everyone around you is doing the opposite of what God's word teaches us is right? Well, if you have ever felt that way, you can rest assured that Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego knew exactly what that felt like. They found themselves in one of the most sticky situations you could ever imagine. What was it, you ask? Well, let's keep going to find out. You see, King Nebuchadnezzar had had a dream, and in his dream was a large statue. If you remember, in our last episode, Daniel interpreted the king's dream for him. Because Daniel trusted in God, God gave him the meaning of the dream. King Nebuchadnezzar was so amazed by Daniel's wisdom that he said, Surely your God is the God of gods and the Lord of kings. Well, even though King Nebuchadnezzar recognized Daniel's God as being the God of gods, he still did not choose to worship Yahweh, the one true and living God. In fact, King Nebuchadnezzar was so powerful and ruled so many people that he considered himself worthy to be worshipped. And so King Nebuchadnezzar decided to do something to test just how loyal his people were. His dream must have given him the idea because King Nebuchadnezzar decided to have a real live statue built. And this would not be just any statue. Oh no, this statue would be made of pure gold and it would be 90 feet high and 9 feet wide. 90 feet high. Friends, that's so high that King Nebuchadnezzar ordered to have the statue set up high on a plane in the middle of Babylon where everyone could see it. King Nebuchadnezzar then summoned the satraps, prefects, governors, advisors, treasurers, judges, magistrates, and all the other provincial officials to come to the dedication of the image he had set up. So, the satraps, prefects, governors, advisors, treasurers, judges, magistrates, and all the other provincial officials assembled for the dedication of the image that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. They all gathered together in front of the large statue, and there they stood before it. Now, can you guess which three men would have been among all of the king's officials that day? You guessed it. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were there. 
Now we learned in our last episode that they had been appointed as administrators over the province of Babylon at Daniel's request. They were very important men in the king's court. Because of this, they would have been summoned to come and be a part of the dedication of the image that King Nebuchadnezzar had built. As all of the officials stood in front of the large statue, a herald of the king all of the sudden loudly proclaimed, This is what you are commanded to do, O peoples, nations, and men of every language. As soon as you hear the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipes, and all kinds of music, you must fall down and worship the image of gold that King Nebuchadnezzar has set up. Whoever does not fall down and worship will immediately be thrown into a blazing furnace. What? Did you hear that, true seekers? What do you think went through the minds of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in that moment? They were Israelites. They had grown up in the promised land of Canaan. They had been taught to follow God's law and his word their entire lives. They knew the laws of God. They knew that God, Yahweh, had commanded them to worship no other gods before him. They had memorized the Ten Commandments as children, and they knew the second commandment says, You shall not make for yourself an image in the form of anything in heaven above, or on the earth beneath, or in the waters below. You shall not bow down to them or worship them, O true seekers. With all of their hearts, they knew they could not bow down to the golden image before them. In an instant, they heard the music begin to play. The sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, and all kinds of music began to play. And there, just as suddenly as the music had begun, all the people surrounding them, men from different nations and men of every language, fell down and worshipped the image of gold that King Nebuchadnezzar had set up. What would you do? In that moment, truth seekers, what would you do? What will Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego do? At this time, some of the king's astrologers came forward and said to the king, O king, live forever. You have issued a decree, O king, that everyone who hears the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipes, and all kinds of music must fall down and worship the image of gold, and that whoever does not fall down and worship will be thrown into a blazing furnace. But there are some Jews whom you have set over the affairs of the province of Babylon, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who pay no attention to you, O king. They neither serve your gods nor worship the image of gold you have set up. When King Nebuchadnezzar heard this, he was furious with rage. He summoned Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. So these men were brought before the king. And Nebuchadnezzar said to them, is it true, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, that you do not serve my gods or worship the image of gold that I have set up? Now, when you hear the sound of the horn, flute, zither, lyre, harp, pipes, and all kinds of music, if you are ready to fall down and worship the image I made, very good. But if you do not worship it, you will be thrown immediately into a blazing furnace. Then what god will be able to rescue you from my hand? And with a firm and solid resolution, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego gave one of the bravest responses in all the land. They replied to the king, O Nebuchadnezzar, 
We do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace, the God we serve is able to save us from it, and he will rescue us from your hand, O king. But even if he does not, we want you to know, O king, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. Well, as you can imagine, this made King Nebuchadnezzar even more furious. How dare these three Israelite men defy him? The king's attitude towards them changed in an instant at their response, and he ordered the furnace heated seven times hotter than usual and commanded some of the strongest soldiers in his army to tie up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego and throw them into the blazing furnace. So, These three men, wearing their robes, trousers, turbans, and other clothes, were bound up. The king's guards walked Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego to the edge of the furnace. Step by step, they made their way closer to the fire. The furnace was so hot that when they reached it, the flames of the fire killed the soldiers who took up Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. And these three men, firmly tied, fell into the blazing furnace. Oh no, friends, was this the end of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? King Nebuchadnezzar was sitting on his throne watching as the three men were thrown into the furnace. And as King Nebuchadnezzar watched, he noticed something strange. Something very strange was happening. King Nebuchadnezzar leaped to his feet in amazement and asked his advisors next to him, Weren't there three men that we tied up and threw into the fire? They replied, Certainly, O king. He said, Look, I see four men walking around in the fire, unbound and unharmed. And the fourth man, he looks like a son of the gods. King Nebuchadnezzar then approached the opening of the blazing furnace and shouted, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, servants of the Most High God, come out, come here. So Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego came out of the fire, and the satraps, prefects, governors, and royal advisors all crowded around them. They saw that the fire had not harmed their bodies, nor was a hair of their heads singed. Their robes were not scorched, and there was no smell of fire on them. Then King Nebuchadnezzar said, Praise be to the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who has sent his angel and rescued his servants. They trusted in him and defied the king's command and were willing to give up their lives rather than serve or worship any god except their own god. Therefore I decree that the people of any nation or language who say anything against the God of Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego be cut into pieces and their houses be turned into piles of rubble, for no other God can save in this way. Then the king promoted Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego in the province of Babylon. Well, true seekers, what did you think of today's story? Didn't that just make you want to get up and shout at the goodness of God? Isn't he so good? Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego could have easily just bowed down to the statue and pretended to worship it. They could have said in their hearts, we will still worship Yahweh, but just bow down so that we don't get in trouble. Oh no, friends, they had resolved in their hearts to not even pretend to bow down to a false god. 
This was a decision that came from hearts that were wholly, 100% devoted to Yahweh. They were not afraid to die. They were not afraid of what would happen to them. That kind of courage only comes when we know just how great and powerful and wonderful our God really is. No one is willing to give their life for a false God. But for Yahweh, the one true and living God, you bet I would give my life for him, just like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were willing to do. My favorite part was when they told the king that no matter what happened, even if they were not rescued from the fire, they still would not bow. Friends, you may not be standing in front of a large golden statue, but you are facing things in your life every day that will want you to bow to them. We can't be afraid to take a stand for God in this world. There will be those in this world who will hate us simply because we believe in Yahweh, simply because we have accepted Jesus as our Lord and Savior, but we cannot let that stop us from worshiping Him and following His word. The astrologers did not like that the three men would not bow. They told on them to the king. The king was furious when they wouldn't bow. But Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego were not afraid of the king's threats or the tattletelling of the astrologers. Though the Bible teaches us to obey, honor, and pray for those who rule over us, our first allegiance is to God himself. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego had been good servants of the king. They had served him in his court, but they simply could not follow this command of the king. They gave a bold and unhesitating witness to their allegiance to the one true God. They had a hope and a faith that were fixed on him who was their refuge and strength. We cannot be afraid. Do you know who was in the fire with Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? King Nebuchadnezzar said he looked like a son of the gods. He was a son, but he was the son, the son of God, Jesus. Jesus met Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego that day in the fire. And Jesus will be with you too. No matter what you face in life, Jesus is with you. If you find yourself in the fire of this world, Jesus is with you. Jesus surrounded them in the fire and he surrounds you too. There is no need to fear anything in this world as long as we have Jesus. If you'd like to read today's story in your Bible, you can find it in Daniel chapter 3. Let me pray with you before we go. Dear Heavenly Father, today we resolve in our hearts to worship you and you alone. Thank you for filling us with your spirit who gives us courage and bravery to follow you. Following you will not always be easy in this life. There will be those who hate us because we love and follow you. Give us grace to pray for those who might not like us. Give us grace to pray for our enemies, but give us courage to follow you and help us not to be afraid, no matter what comes. Lord God, you are better than anything in this world. And so we give our hearts fully, 100% to you. We serve you and follow you with our whole life, just like Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. We know that just as you were with them in the fire, you are with us too, and we have nothing to fear. We love you, God. We praise you. We bless you. In Jesus' name, amen.
All right, it's time for some more reviews. I have a review here from Truman. He says, hi, my name is Truman and I live in London, England. I am five years old and I absolutely love this podcast. Every time a new episode comes out, I get so excited. The most recent ones about the Israelites living in exile have been my favorites. I am learning so much about the Bible from these stories and I think they are the best stories ever. Thank you for making this podcast. Well, thank you, Truman. That is so special. I love these recent ones too, especially today's. This next review says, my name is May Grace and I'm five years old, but about to turn six and I love your podcast. I think it's awesome. Thank you, May Grace. This next review says, your podcast has been a powerful tool to show me and my kids God's faithfulness throughout the Bible. We listen to truth seekers on almost every car ride and we love the stories as you bring them to life. My son, Max, especially loved David and Goliath. Thank you for your incredible ministry. Anna, Max, Oliver, and Elise. Thank you so much. And Max, I love David and Goliath too. Thank you so much for listening. All right, everyone. Thanks for joining me today. And I look forward to our time together next week.